0: Go. Finally started, episode thirty-eight. OG's podcast. Jason Martinez, Harry Mays. We're like almost matching here, Harry. I'm wearing a thing, and you're an Under Armour. I just noticed that
1: you weren't. Have is we, that a long sleeve, Harry? No, it's a short sleeve. It's a. It's okay. a Temple. Uh, ah, they're in action ago. tonight. Yeah, they are. They're twenty-three and a half point underdogs to UCF tonight. Saw that Not you like them better, outright, tonight, Harry. And- no, <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I was just got, I was just testing you to see if you were drinking already today. No, they got a long way to go. Um but I will watch it because uh I can't just dial in on the NFL game tonight cuz that's going to be another bad one. That's going to set offense back about 3 decades between Carson Wentz and uh Justin Fields. How about Ron it's Rivera Washington and
0: Chicago? Yeah, how about Ron Rivera being asked why the other teams in the division are ahead and his answer was quarterback? Quarterback.
1: Yeah. How about that? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how, uh, you know, how it was when he first ran into Carson Wentz after saying that, yeah. because you know, Passive how Carson aggressive. Got here. Yeah. Yep. Carson, Carson was like, he didn't like competition. He didn't like, he was threatened. You know, he felt uh, that, like he never got over the Nick Foles thing, you know, where Nick led him to a championship and they build him a statue. He never got over that. And then they, you know, bring in, uh, um, hurts and he never got over that. So, I mean, is he going to get over this?
0: Yeah. He's constantly butthurt.
1: Yeah, he really is. Am I allowed to say that, Harry, butthurt? Am I going to get Troy Aikman? No, Troy, you know, I was watching the the Monday night game. It was a really good game. And I do a halftime show with a uh, professional sports gambler. So I kind of have to watch the game. Yeah. And as soon as I heard him say, put dresses on him." I knew there was going to be backlash. I just was, I was v- witnessed, I was visualizing people going to their keyboards immediately and cranking out tweets saying that Troy Aikman needs to lose his job. Would that have been like Nahagian
0: back in the day, firing off the emails? Hat? Oh,
1: pecking out the email? Yeah. As <laughs> yeah. soon as you walked out, that was great. Harry, I need you to do this better.
0: Yeah. As soon as you left, I know. It was great from the
1: conference room phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you know like people you know i don't know who these people are and i don't i don't even care uh you know calling for him to issue an apology and he should be he should be uh, suspended or whatever it's so ridiculous <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous you you know what the worst job
0: in america is now huh? is being a comedian with any edge yeah because you just can't i mean People are just going f- to jump, w- sprint, run like a 4 four forty to their keyboard mm-hmm. to start putting out on social media channels their outrage about anything you say. Right. Exactly.
1: It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's it really, so it really is. Oh, he's a sexist. He's a misogynist. Uh, you know, every, whatever ist you want to throw his way, you know, he's yeah. it. Right? And then uh, that
0: leads to. Misogynist leads to
1: communist, mm-hmm. you yep. know. And, then, but, and then when he all comes down to it, he's probably ends up a racist. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: That,
1: that's the goal line, right?
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. It, you just you can't even say anything
1: anymore. It's just such bullshit. But I like um, that broadcast. I thought I think he and uh, you know he and Buck are good, but I think they I kind of like him better on on an isolated Monday night game.
0: Yeah, I do too. I've always, I like both of them. I have always liked both of them. I yeah. always, you and I've talked about it. We oh, don't yeah. get the Joe Buck hate. Well, I we, used to, Joe
1: Buck. we used to have him on when we were yep. doing the show, he'd come on every once in a while and he was great. He'd give you like 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, I and think he's, and he's a great guy. Yeah, I, I do too. I really like him. I, I don't understand. I mean, it's not just Philly fans that don't like him. There's a lot of cities that yeah. think that he was against their team. It's so stupid, but I, I think he does a great job. And, I, and I'll tell you who else, who I've, started to like again that I kind of thought was shot was Al Michaels. I think Mm -hmm. he's been rejuvenated on this Thursday night broadcast with uh, Kirk Herbstreet. It's kind of given a little shot in the arm. You know what I mean? Like sort of like what Romo did with Nance. Yep. Nance was getting a little stale too. And I think, you know, Romo kind of reinvigorated him uh, on the air. And I think the same thing is happening with Al Michaels. But did you see what he said? He being Al Michaels, about that uh, dog shit game they had last week. No. What did he say? It was the Colts-Broncos game, which was a bad game. I think the final was like 12-10 to or 12-9. to Uh, The Colts beat the Broncos. The Broncos have been terrible, and the Colts not much better. But his quote is, I'm reading this off of uh, Jason Barrett's uh, website, Barrett Sports Media, says, quote, if we don't have a better game than we had last Thursday, then I may retire. Wow. I've done pretty close to 800 NFL games. And with all due respect, guys are trying. I understand. And we we all know. But that was grim. It was a terrible performance and a bad game. Hopefully that's a one off
0: wow yeah. al throwing down a gauntlet to the players
1: How about that
0: man the fuck up and play better or i'm out
1: now you know what you know what the deal is there right yeah he didn't hit the over he had the over and it didn't hit exactly yes that's exactly right <laughs> you could hear it in his
0: call when i know when the play is going his way and when it's not it's him and uh it was uh musburger what's his- Musburger. Yeah, Brent Musburger. Yeah. always you always knew where Brent's money was. Oh yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with you too. The Herb Street thing, like Romo did with Nance. Mm-hmm. Nance is was so is so deadpan and just structurally a great broadcaster. Right. With phenomenal delivery and pipes and timing and all that. Yep. And and Romo kind came in and just updated him. Gave yeah. him like an iOS update on his iPhone of broadcast. Mm-hmm. And the same thing's happening with Al Michaels because it's this injection of this different guy, younger guy in Herb Herb Street who we love. Mm -hmm. And it's just changed the dynamic and changed the whole sound of his delivery. It's no longer just like it was him and Madden, which was great. But Mm -hmm. him and Collinsworth has gotten tired. Right. You know what I mean? So it's really changed it. And I agree with you. That's a great pickup by you. I didn't even think of it. Mm -hmm. why he sounded better until you said that
1: yeah yeah it says you know sometimes you know you just get so comfortable you know from doing shows yeah like if you have the same like i never had the same partner for very many years in a row i was always getting a new voice added to me so i had to stay you know sort of on my toes but i think if you're if you like let's say you did mike and mike and you're golick and you're you know you've been working for 20 years with greenberg it would get you kind of get very comfortable with all of that, and I think it it can it can sort of erode from the product after a while. But when you put somebody else in there, it's like, wow, I gotta get used to this new guy and figure out, you know, how we work together. And it sort of makes you sort of sit up straight. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. brings a new energy, a yeah. new angle, and you're just not as
0: like you said, you used the word comfortable. So you have to almost like you have to go back and work in a different way. Right. And it invigorates yeah. you and brings you back to a, a hungrier form of yourself. Like, I, I mean, I can imagine working with Greenberg for a year and being tired. Oh, that would
1: drive me crazy. that guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I
0: mean, <laughs> he's one of those guys I just don't jive with.
1: Well, I mean, think about, you know, here's another one. I mean, 30 years. Angelo Catali and Al Morgani mm-hmm. have been together how long? When did Al start? They started together. No, oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. So, cause, so that was like, what, 80? Well, Al He started before Al, though, didn't he? Because he was with like Rookie Rookie, rookie. and the Rookie was like late 80s, I want to say, right? Yeah, they were probably, um, they did,
0: originally they did the like weekend sports page show together. Okay. And then Ange went to mornings and then Al joined at some point early on there, along with Bruno. Okay. But but think about that. I mean, they have been together for, I mean, 26 years at least. Yeah. Doing that show together, those Mm two. And Rhea's
1: been a part of that for a long, long time, too. She was
0: early, like mid, early ninety three, ninety four ish. I want oh, to say. Okay,
1: all right. Well, that's a long when time. She,
0: she took over for Chris gamble
1: Thirty years. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a long time to be doing a show uh, with the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, one thing hasn't changed with that show. Ange dominates it. Right, right. Everybody else is a little bit of salt here, a little bit of cayenne pepper there. Or, mm-hmm. You know, you, you got you yeah Jonesy. Yeah, yeah, Jonesy's
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah, and he came in. I th- I want to say higher, like oh one is when he started.
1: Is that right? He's been and there he that did
0: long. About, do, been in about two years of no pay, just popping in. Really? Because he was friends with Al, and then eventually hired mm. in that part-time position. And yeah, I mean he's great, and he always see the reason. Like, and just had a bunch of those former athletes that have kind of come and go in that Jonesy role on the mm-hmm. days that Jonesy's not there whether that was Mitch Williams or Hugh Douglas or Hollis Hollis. Yep. That's another one. I mean, Ruben Amaro, Johnny Marzano, rest in peace, you know, all those guys. Right. And, Mm. but none of them have worked like Jonesy Mm -hmm. and it's really simple. Why? Because whenever Ange has gone to Jonesy, he's delivered (laughs) in short form. Right. Right. Like he gets in and he gets out yep and he hits it and he hits it quick and he fucking nails it. He does. He's so quick. I mean he's he's like that all the time. uh-huh. I mean I'll have dinner with him tonight. I have dinner with him before every flyers game. and it's the same Jonesy you hear on the radio slightly longer form in our dinner conversation. Mm-hmm. but he's
1: fantastic,
0: yeah great and just that's right the, the,
1: the flyers start tonight i had the yeah. countdown clock for the flyers start believe it Is or. that right i don't how know how many why? hours are we away from puck drop harry oh let me see hold on <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> wow. i can't believe you have that as one of your yeah platform. i kind of did it as kind of a joke yeah Uh well it starts it won't tell me the it just
0: gives you the date Oh, it doesn't, well, it's 7.05, so we're at 11.05, so we're about eight hours eight away. Eight hours,
1: okay, eight hours The now. beginning,
0: Harry, of the John Tortorella era in Philadelphia. Wow. And by the I'll way, the you. he was asked how they're picking up the the structure, the D-zone structure and stuff, because they're not. They're not. Horrible. <laughs> I
1: thought that was awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then,
0: yes, the next day, did they get any better? And he said, no. no. I saw that, too. <laughs> He was asked after after the one preseason game that Pro Rolf and D'Angelo played together. He goes, he was upstairs for that one. He goes, what did you think of the Pro Rolf and D'Angelo pairing? He goes, Oh, they stunk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right away. <laughs> I, they were horrible. They now, stunk. What, what has he been like to deal with from your perspective? Have you had uh conversations yeah. with him? Before every game. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it's so weird, Harry, because
0: we see the fire and brimstone of torts on display in press conferences and that unbridled truth that he Mm -hmm. just, he has no filter. He doesn't have the capability of bullshitting you. He tells you what he sees and often very animated behind the scenes, though, when we talk to him or you just see him, he's very, he's very chill, Mm. like. Almost like, you know, Mikey Miss on the air was this up here, you know, thing. Right. And then off the air, Mike was very slow moving, very much like that. Like Bruno, too. Yes. When Bruno was out of show mode. Yes. And very chill. Like he, it's an interesting dichotomy, to Hmm. use a great word, with with torts. Um, And in our conversations, you know, we get information from the coach before a broadcast we ask a bunch of questions some of which we can use on the air some of which is just knowledge that is good for us to have that we can use as like background or whatever right, right. some of it is not for air clearly right. and we can't violate that we never do but um just talking to him is so educational and i love having conversations with him You, you know how i feel about the man yeah like i love the guy oh yeah I'm a huge fan, you know, and I, that's one of the things about this season that I'm super excited about is getting to deal with torts on a day-to-day basis. So I'm excited about that.
1: He's going to be the star this year. I
0: think, I mean, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. He's going to tell people, um, reality. He's not going to give you any fluff or any, there's no
1: sugar coating going on with him. Yeah. No
0: sugar in his in his cabinets, Harry. Right. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to to dealing with him, and it's a long season. Man. It's a fucking grind. 82, is. right? Yeah. You know and the whole thing. So I'm I'm looking forward to it.
1: I like the uh, the commercials that I'm seeing with uh, Messier. Have you seen that yet? The ESPN commercials. Yeah, there? yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty
0: good. I don't love him as a broadcaster or an analyst, whatever you want to call it, but. Uh, it's mess like yeah he played the game like a fucking man yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a tough man he's a very masculine man
1: yeah like yeah. that head yeah that forehead and yeah but it looks just... good bald though like he looks like oh, great yeah. yeah still looks yeah, like he's... he could play he still looks fit
0: you know why he looks like he could play harry because he could mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> i yeah. think he could still play a fourth line role right Fit as right. they, brindamore
1: could play still too. Oh yeah, yeah, I and believe that up too. Uh, yeah. Did you see the Monday night football game? Uh, this past Monday, yeah, Kansas no. City and the Las Vegas Raiders. A good no, game. but I did ended see up, some clips. Of... Ended up thirty to twenty nine. Yeah, Raiders lose. There were some crazy uh, decisions by some coaches about two point conversions and all that. Mm-hmm. It's, it was just, I don't get it. But anyway, the Chiefs won. And as they're coming off the field, uh, Devonte Adams, who's you know obviously with the Raiders, he had a big game too. Um, was walking into the tunnel, and a camera guy, you know, with with a uh, you know t- television camera, a handheld thing, sort of s- steps right out in front of him, out of nowhere, and Devonte Adams like pushed him out of the way, and ev- evidently the guy fell. And I don't know if he sustained any real injuries or not, but he ended up going to the hospital. And there was this whole thing about the police have actually charged him with some sort of assault, Devontae Adams. And he's got to appear in court. He's got to appear in court in Kansas city in November sometime. It's, it's a total joke.
0: It, It kind of reminds me of that situation that happened with Kyler Murray in the end zone when the fans are all like slapping him, giving him high fives. And one guy guy kind of came across his face. People were saying, a fan punched him. I don't think a fan punched
1: him. They're just all freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I mean, I can kind of see it from both perspectives. You know, you're you're a player, you're trying to get get the hell into the locker room. You just lost. Yeah, get you know, out of my you're, way. You're, you're you're pissed off. And all of a sudden, this guy comes out right in front of your, you know, where you're walking with a camera, and you're just like, get that out of here. You know, it's yeah. almost like a paparazzi guy. You know, trying to get in in front of a celebrity as they're trying to get into a limo, and you're just like, get the, get the hell off me! Yeah, and, and now he's gonna now he's gonna be charged with assault. Or he is charged with assault. Yeah, it's That's a salt.
0: No, it's not. It's not a assault. And, and, and the hurt. thing is, and the thing is, is like, look, there's got to be an assumption of the risk here for the cameraman mm-hmm. when a football player comes off the field all hyped up right. after a loss. They may not be the most Gracious, agreeable. at that time, yes, yeah, exactly. Like you got to realize, like, yeah. hey, there's a lot of energy and a lot of emotion that's still boiling. Mm-hmm. You know, don't stick your hand in
1: a boy in that pot because it's not cooled yet. Right, yeah, you, you, you might you might get burned a little bit. Yeah, uh, and apparently Devonte Adams, I've never dealt with him, but he's apparently a great guy. Like yeah. he's he's not a bad dude. No. You it's know, it's, that, and this isn't like Antonio Brown or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, how about that, Jo? Oh, man, he's out of control. Whipping out his junk in the pool. I mean, he's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Now, we don't really know what went down there either.
0: Yeah, you know, but you, I, but you I, know it was something fucked up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened, but yeah, something fucked up happened. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Wherever he is, something <laughs> fucked up is happening. Yeah. Yeah, like that
0: guy, No, no team should give him a job. Oh, in no. my opinion. No, I think he's I think he's done. He's cooked. Yeah. It's cooked. You know, like that's the shame of it too, Harry. So many like great athletes and stuff are so freaking bananas that it's a shame because if they would just concentrate on playing and being great, they could be so good. Like
1: I mean, Antonio Brown was insane. Yeah. Like great player. He can't get out of his own way. Yeah. Is really what it is. And it, and it makes you think like, man, uh, Mike Tomlin really runs a tight ship because we had no idea that this Antonio Brown existed when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Except he recorded that locker room situation. Remember when the, uh, he uh-huh. was in the, in the locker room with his iPhone or something and he was recording like the post-game mm-hmm. you know, conversation from the coach to the team or something, if I remember correctly? That was the violation. only thing we ever found out about. It. And that I think that was shortly before they ended up getting rid of him.
0: Yeah, and it was dealt with, and he was
1: out of there. Right. Because he violated a trust. That's a sacred place. And then once he went to uh, Oakland, before they were Las Vegas, he just turned – we we saw this nut bag, and we're like, wait a second. Was that the guy in Pittsburgh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but Pittsburgh knew how to control him. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's why that's an A. Look, I don't, I don't like the Steelers, but that's an A-plus organization. Oh, no. No doubt. No doubt. You fall in line or you fall out. Yeah. Uh, Joey B uh, messages in and says, "That's the way Ryan Rostein used to leave the Bruno show on Twitch. Is Just that right? ran through people to get out of the Bruno cellar."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, classic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. F- fit in or fuck off. <laughs> yes, that's, that's. I bring that up because uh, our our pal Jeff Moore Moose on my golf podcast played due process golf club in new jersey it's up in colts neck new jersey it's a very mm. exclusive there's only 75 members think wow. about that okay it's all it's all multi, mega rich guys there's like a, a helipad you know and it's Jeez. i mean it's it's really exclusive and he got on it this past week and their motto they sell merch and he bought a hat f i o f o fit in or fuck off that's what it stands <laughs> for that's great Isn't that great when you're
0: so rich, you can have a motto at your golf club called fit in or fuck off. Yeah, exactly. that's when you know you're rich. You're damn right. You're rich. You, you know why? They got, <laughs> they got fuck
1: you money. <laughs> exactly. All of them. Yeah. I mean, like I Mel mean, Karmazin is a member there. And apparently he plays oh. every morning at like 730. Plays right? his golf and then goes, you know, takes a helicopter ride into Manhattan or, or mm-hmm. whatever.
0: Yeah. Mel Karmazin, the former CEO. uh and president of infinity broadcasting and then mm-hmm. cbs radio yeah and when mel would come to town when i worked at YSV and mm-hmm. wi pay uh so mel would come in we get notice mel's coming in next week okay right and it that meant clean this place up right <laughs> right yeah. get the carpet shampooed because radio stations are oh
1: they're grossed. they're just disgusting right. Most of the times, yeah.
0: Because Mel would come in and meet with Ken Stevens, who was our GM. He was a GM here, and he was the GM in New York with, like, FAN and WXRK and all those stations. And he'd come in, and he'd walk through the whole building and see everybody, Mel. Then they'd go in their office and go through whatever the hell they were doing with the purpose Mm -hmm. of the visit. But he came through a couple times a year. But, like, Mel, when Mel walked in, it was like, I mean, he's a, a big deal. Well, yeah.
1: The president's coming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the big dog and then it was Dan Mason after that and Dan was much more kind of approachable. But um didn't yeah,
1: didn't was... start uh, serious?
0: Yeah, yeah, he was one of the guys that went over there
1: cuz that's why Howard I went think over he handled
0: there. the murder.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: Uh, Howard was a huge you're breaking up. Well, syndicated Howard. You're breaking oh, up. you got me now.
1: Yeah, what's going on?
0: Okay. Did your, yeah. I see, did your kid just pop see, on the you know, internet? The, no, he's at school. Oh, so what's the old he's not lady streaming? Up any there? Uh, browsers? <laughs> Maybe she's streaming browsers, Harry. <laughs> Is she uploading? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, Mel was a big deal, and Mel got out of the game. Mel got out of the radio business, and the radio business, Harry, right now. I mean, you see what's going on here.
1: Uh, yeah, some, uh, some good people being kicked to, kicked to the curb. Yeah. Yeah. Our, uh, so our Jamie, old colleague, Jamie Lynch. Yeah. The bro, the silent yeah. bro one time. Yeah. It was the silent bro. And then it was the bro.
0: And yep. then it was Jamie Lynch. Yep. Yeah. And he, he got let go. What last Thursday. So mm-hmm. a week ago today by the way the day i think he was supposed to travel to
1: arizona to arizona because they were they had a trip out there in the morning show for the football game against the cardinals mm-hmm. yeah and i think he so, was all he was all pumped up to go
0: yeah and then boom air out of the tires like you ran over uh, one of those uh strips that the cops throw out on uh when they you know on the cops television show in a high speed chase and right. flattened his tires yeah so he got let go in the in the budget cut I thought it was weird. I'm going, wow, Thursday. Yeah. He usually don't let people Normally go. it's
1: Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fridays and Mondays are the big days, right? Okay. Um, And I think I actually may have gotten let go on a Thursday too, but it was the last day of the month.
1: Oh, there. There you go.
0: That's why I got, because I got let go on Halloween back in 2019. So I was on remote. Me and the cuz were at the tilted guilt. Over oh,
1: yeah. Shin Which which one? Oh, it's over there on yeah, route thirty. Route one yeah,
0: yeah, the, thirty.
1: <laughs> right?
0: So we're over there and I get a message at one fifteen from the program director from EJ. And it says, Hey, I need you to come to the station
1: after the show. Mm. And that's weird, right? Yeah, that's we never weird. went to the station. I remember you sent me a text that day yeah. telling me this, and that we were, you know, you and I were both thinking, Oh, that ain't good. Yeah, this is never good. Right. So I respond, I'm doing, mind you, I'm
0: doing the fucking show. Like you never right. do this to talent during the show. Yeah. So I text them back and say, can't come to the station today. Going with Max, one of our sales guys, to meet with a client um, that we're closing today. It was Swatek Orthodontics, who I still use to this day mm-hmm. for my kids' orthodontist stuff. And we were going to do this big campaign, $100,000 campaign with them. And I said, we're going to close that. I'm going there right from here in Jersey to Swadokit down in Delaware. And he goes, need you to come to the station. Oh, boy. And I said, like, what's this regarding? And I got crickets. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I got to go through the rest of the show. I go back to the station and fucking would. So now your mind is on this. It's not on the show. Right? Oh, no, the last to 40 minutes you. of the show, right. Right. I'm out. Right, right. I mean, I am out the lunch. I'm about to lose my job because I've been in this business a long time. Right. This is weird. Yes. And it's the last day of the month. I'm no fucking fool. So I go back to the station. I walk in. They walk me right down to an office. And there's Joe Bell mm-hmm. and EJ. Yep.
1: And I get the zip. Well, they, yeah, because there has to be another person in the office when it goes yeah. down. Usually and, it's uh, an HR person. Right. My, for me, it was John Fulham.
0: Okay. So he okay. was still the... Uh, yeah uh, uh, well wait what
1: that because they Joe, you told joe bell you were no that was when i left but they tried uh... to fire they tried to fire me when the hagen was still there and i'm in the studio getting ready for a, a show and pat gallon was doing the updates on the morning show which was still syndicated at that at this point mike and mike right and i'm in the studio and all of a sudden i get over the intercom you know that the you know gallons in the producer's studio he goes hey uh matt uh just called down he wants to you to go back and see him and i'm like hmm this is weird so i because i didn't even know that he knew i was there yeah so i walked down the hall and i turned the corner into Nahagin's office and there's uh john fulham sitting there and Nahagin's at his desk i'm like uh ah, this ain't good <laughs> <laughs> so, so i shut the door and i sit down and you know they, they lower the boom and what i did was is a year or two earlier i had i had told dan schwartzman to sort of create a nighttime position from 10 to midnight where he could be on after games were over and give you know somebody just a live voice you know to talk yep. about reaction you know, philadelphia sports because there was nobody on at that point in time it was syndication and i told him how to sell it to matt And it, it maintained his job for about another year until he found something else with NBC or whatever, wherever the hell he went, Yeah, NBC sports network. But meanwhile, we had this, this slot was now open. So I jumped in it and I just gave them like, Hey, well, how about I take over 10 to midnight? And that was maze to midnight. So I was demoted from middays with Bruno and Baldy to that, and then brought back to with Bruno A year or so later, I forget how long it was, and then got to the point where they wanted to put me on the morning show, and they didn't offer me enough money, and I left. Yeah. So that's what happened.
0: And that's when I met you, when you were doing Maze to Midnight, because I was a part-timer. Right. And we crossed over one night, and um, that's when I first met you, as a matter of fact. And here we are all these years later. It's crazy. And none of us are doing radio. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's, it's... yeah, well, exactly. What are we doing? Yeah, and then <laughs> I understand
1: is... Jackson got let go from WMMR, right? He was a stalwart yeah. in the afternoons, right? For twenty
0: years, Harry. Twenty years. Paul Jackson's his name, and uh-huh. he goes by on the air by Jackson MMR afternoon drive host. I know he was a a guy that Bill Weston had been had at a couple other places brought him here to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, great ratings in the afternoon. Good MMR's voice, a monster, yeah. big pipes, right? The yep, whole thing. Yep. Yeah. And got caught up in the budget cuts. Some other good people from MGK did too. It's yeah. It's I mean, when, you, when you're zipping guys like that got 15 chairs in the mm-hmm. afternoon,
1: that's that's crazy. Yeah, it is. But I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to they're they going to get rid of Pierre. No. Yeah, uh, are they going to yeah, get exactly. rid of anybody from Preston and Steve? Like they went to Preston and Steve and said, hey, we need to have so and so from your crew, you know, axed. There's no way that they'd allow that to happen. No. It'd be like somebody coming to Angelo Cataldi and saying, hey, Rhea's got to go. He's like, no way. Yeah. Well, Get then I'm again. going. Yeah. Exactly. He says, well, then
0: I'm going. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. So, uh,
0: you know, one of the texts I got yesterday about it from somebody that would know told me that um, a, a morning show, the morning show producer from the station in Boston said they got rid of the producer, the main producer. Uh, in Boston, on a show that has the highest morning show ratings in the history of the city. What? Yes. So, sorry to my colleagues in radio. Nobody, ain't nobody fucking safe. No, no. So no, it sucks. Yeah. Do do what Harry and I have done. Figure out a way to to work for yourself hmm. and have multiple gigs because if you lose one, you don't lose it all. Right. That's my <laughs> philosophy. There you go. Or on the other hand, Harry,
1: just get yourself an agent like Matt Roll. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's got 40 million coming to him if he doesn't work another day in his life. Yep. Forty-two, I think, is the total, right? Uh, it's somewhere around there. And uh it like it's like four on a years. Seven year contract. It's a seven year contract. Yeah. And he yep. was in year three. He never figured out the quarterback. He screwed that all up. Yep. And it ended up costing him. You know, they're, they're a franchise that had invested in a running back as their big player, which is a mistake. The guy's yeah, always hurt, yeah. and they never got the quarterback situation solved, and that cost him his job. I mean, that, that owner, you think about how rich you must be to be able to pay a coach $40 million to go away and not coach anymore. That's insane. <laughs> it is insane. Like, that's not insurance that's covering that. Right. Now, if you he know? gets another job, let's say he goes Mitigates to – Mitigates it. Uh, yeah, let's say he goes to Nebraska. Whatever he makes there is netted off. It's there's like, you know, I forget what they call that. It's offset, a mitigated. Offset salary. language. Yeah, that's what it is. There's offset language in the contract that will, you know, cut that down. But still, I mean, think about that. He's coaching at Nebraska. Let's say he's making three and a half or four million dollars a year. And then he's still getting, you know, a couple million from the Carolina Panthers. So no matter what he
0: does, whether he takes a job making a hundred grand or six million, he's still bringing home the seven million. No matter what total that he was signed that contract for, because say six million of it is yeah, from paid Nebraska. by Nebraska, right. the other million's still coming. The the shortfall still going to come. Crazy. from the Carolina uh, yeah. uh, Panthers. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, mitigate it's it's salary mitigation is what it's called. And yeah, it's the offset yeah.
1: that he's guaranteed to get it. I mean, and, good yeah. on him. And, and knowing Matt rule, he's not going to just sit on his ass uh, for the next couple of years and count the money. He wants to coach. Yeah, now, so
0: does he go back to the college game?
1: Probably. Yeah. And no, no pro team's going to touch him now, you know, for, not, you know, he's going to have to go back and, you know, rehabilitate. Yeah. 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 He's going to yeah.
0: have to rehabilitate his image. Yep. Uh, can, can we, uh, have James Franklin zipped and bring Matt rule home to state college, please. You're the Penn state guy. I'm not allowed to to comment on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you, I I was saying it to Matt when he was at temple, Mm -hmm. like when are you going home? (laughs) Like, you know, you got a nice property up there on Beaver Avenue. We can find you. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's go back home. Cause he'd be great at Penn state. Obviously grew up there after moving from New York. Yeah. Uh, I'd say I feel bad for him, Harry, but I don't feel bad for him with that kind of dough. Not with that kind of dough. And you can't fuck up the quarterback spot. Yeah. You can't go from Cam Newton to Bridgewater yeah. to Darnold to Baker Mayfield.
1: Like yeah. You can't do that. I, can't I knew Baker Mayfield was not the answer. I mean, he, you know, but anyway, and I, I feel bad for a guy like Ed Foley, though, because now he mm. he got fired. He was a special teams coach for the Panthers, of course, from Temple. Yep. And uh, the, the new coach was elevated, uh, this Wilkes guy, who was actually a head coach for, I think, one season with the Cardinals a few years ago, and he got zipped. He was a defensive coach on rules staff. He's now going to be the head coach for the rest of the year, and he immediately zipped Ed Foley, from what I understand. Yeah, and see, that's a guy I do feel bad for, because Ed yeah. Foley doesn't have $40 million coming
0: over the next right. four years. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah, it's a shame. There, there's, the fallout goes well beyond a head coach. Yeah. Uh, Cause there's a lot of guys that were depending on it, his success and it didn't happen. So um, it, it is a very unfortunate situation down there in Carolina. And um, you know, uh, are, uh, we got to check in with Colin see how he's handling the situation
1: yeah. down there. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously uh, that's not good. I haven't heard. Head down him. right now for him. I'm sure. No, no question about it. Um, um, did, go ahead. Well, did you see this thing with uh, Dan Snyder? The uh, Of course, the embattled owner with the Washington uh, commanders. I still find that very hard to say. I saw this m- this morning, actually, or maybe it was last night, an ESPN senior writer. And I've read most of the piece that he did on ESPN.com. Dan- Don Van Natta Jr. wrote this piece on an exclusive on Dan Snyder, where Snyder, there's a quote in here that says, they can't fuck with me. Snyder told an associate. The NFL is a mafia. And he said to look inside Snyder's survival guide. Evidently, Snyder is telling people that he's got dirt on many of the other owners in the NFL, and that's why he will never be able to be relieved of his duties wow yes Oof. you should read it it's pretty you good. want to come
0: after me yeah i got dirt he's
1: taking people down with him if wow. you come after him yes holy shit! that's an ugly situation yeah it really is it's pretty it's pretty interesting
0: i'd like to see it all play out <laughs> I, I i would too
1: totally yeah Who's,
0: who who were the owners exactly. who does he have dirt on well they're saying one of them is uh, jerry of course. of course. Of course. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's the slam dunk one out of the gate that it's, Jerry's going to be
1: one. Here's one of the quotes in here. I'm looking at the piece now. The NFL is a mafia. He recently told an associate, quote, all the owners hate each other, end quote. One owner, they, so they go to another owner and the owner says, that's not true. All the owners hate Dan. <laughs> yeah. That's Dan's perception versus the other owner's perception. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, they're going to, your other owners are going to see this piece and they're going to try and find a way to get this guy out. Right. He made himself persona non grata.
1: Yep. He says he's got dirt State. on Goodell too. On the Yeah, commish. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oof, man. Careful, man. Saying you got dirt on people. You better have the fucking goods.
1: This, this could get These powerful really people.
0: Because there's owners' meetings coming up here real soon. Yeah, they should sit him at the side table, kids' table, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Like you see at Wegmans. (laughs) Yeah. With the little chairs and everything. I've never been in a Wegmans.
1: What? No, I've never been in one. Should I go?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Heaven. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge Wegmans fan. Was
1: that one of those places you just, you shouldn't go near when you're hungry? Oh, absolutely. you're just going to buy it. Supermarket on steroids. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, don't go there hungry. That's what the old lady does. Shops with her eyes. She takes a gummy. orders with her she, eyes.
1: She gets a gummy and goes into Wegman's. Oh, just <laughs> fucking
0: buckled, right? And back there with the, the high end cheese section. Oh man, it's like this little block of cheese is fourteen bucks. It's like this big. You're like, what are you doing? Like, what is this cheese? Liquid fucking gold. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, she's all into the charcuterie shit now too. With oh cheeses yeah, and crackers and well, yeah, salami.
1: Our friend Itay does the charcuterie.
0: Yeah, I, I got to get one. I got to order one of her boards. Yeah.
1: So. Absolutely. Now, oh, I, I did see this other thing. Remember last week we were going to get into this? Um, this deodorant. I saw an ad for, and then I've seen it on Instagram. It's called Lume, L-U-M-E. I think you pronounce it Lume. and it Not says, Yerky Lume, the former defenseman for the Vancouver Canucks, Harry. Oh, God, no, not him. I don't think it has anything. So, what does that do. say? Smell better naked. Smell better naked is the the ad. Outrageously effective odor control for pits, feet, and privates. Try is for women. Uh, I think it's for anybody that that uh, feels they need it. So you need um, a deodorant under your yam bag. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> smell better naked. I don't want deodorant on my naked uh, partner. I want her to be clean. Just get in the fucking shower. Yeah. Okay. Scrub up. Yeah. I don't need deodorant down there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How about how about some some? That's soap a foreign substance, Harry. It is. Like, <laughs> are you going to lick somebody's armpit after they've put their deodorant on? I mean, seriously. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean?
0: I can't taste it. They should get flavored
1: uh, deodorant. <laughs> what? Smell better naked. They, yeah. This manscaped I... stuff. They have ball deodorant too that they add. Advertised. Yeah. remember uh, Musburger did the the reads for it. Yep. It, well, we got the dude wipes for Evan. For well, myself. yeah, those those are just like wet wipes, you know, basically with dude. You know, they come up with a dude wipes, and it's yeah, basically just, just basically like a, a yeah, it's like wet toilet pa- right baby wipes. That's yeah, what to about. get you that real nice and clean, right? Um,
0: I mean, when I was playing a lot of hockey still mm-hmm. in my day. I was a big fan of the shower to shower uh baby powder. Okay, Cause you, you get the baby powder and you dry you know, you get under the yam bag <laughs> and you you dry out that whole area. Plus there was a fresh smell to it. But I imagine that, you know, you know, getting baby powder or shower to shower in your mouth yeah, it's terrible. is like eating a handful of sand.
1: Exactly. Nobody's doing that. No, you're right. I- yeah, so i don't so... get it you know if if you're gonna be you're naked and you want to smell better you're doing it for somebody else right for their benefit
0: yeah and okay? just because you f- want to feel fresh like i well, like sure. to feel fresh There's down like, there
1: right you feel fresh <laughs> <laughs> i
0: mean i get but... down there with the dove bar really good oh yeah quite aggressive <laughs> jesus yeah well you gotta you gotta be clean down there yeah
1: exactly
0: and, you, know, you get a lot of chafing if you don't oh that's the you worst get... Yeah, you gotta make sure everything's, you know, good and clean and yeah. proper.
1: So Lume uh, deodorant. I will not be purchasing any Lume deodorant.
0: Yeah.
1: And I I I am aggressive with that bar. I get right up in the butthole, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. my well,
0: not in it, but yeah. Okay. yeah, you gotta clean your ass crack. Right. Well, of course. <laughs> I think <that's laughs> what,
1: I think that's where they want you to put the deodorant.
0: Yeah, I don't need the deodorant because I no, clean it.
1: I clean it. Yeah. Yeah. Remember oh. in the
0: movie Stripes when uh John Larroquette, who was yeah. Captain Stillman okay. and the shower scene. Yes. And he's, he's got the, the, the um, binocular thing, the monocular, mm-hmm. and he's looking in the women's shower at the army base. And he's talking to, them, oh, yeah, yeah drop the soap. because I wish I was a loofah. Like, as they're, like, scrubbing their cans <laughs> with a <the> loofah pad. <laughs> I wish oh, I was a loofah. <laughs> and then the guy comes in and goes,
1: car, car, Captain, and he <laughs> drops the thing through the window. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah. Fantastic. Did Harold Ramis write that movie? Uh, I
0: believe that he was in it, obviously. Yeah, he was in it. He I genius. think it's an Ivan Reitman movie. Oh, okay. But Harold Ramis was a part of the writing of it because those two work together quite a bit with Bill Murray, too. Ghostbusters and all those. Right. It was that group. Right. Um, yeah. Stripes is awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Hulkenberger. Yes. Hulkenberger. The big toe.
1: Yes. You need a big toe. <laughs> Let me see how four I can stick it up your ass. <laughs> Well, lighten up, Francis. I tell you something you will want on your tongue or in your mouth, and that's fudge. Yes. The official sponsor of Not For Long Media and the OG's podcast is the Original Fudge Kitchen. You know it, a staple of the Jersey Shore, six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, Ocean City. The Original Fudge Kitchen makes all of their fudge in store. That guarantees a delicious product. So stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. And if you aren't able to go in person, it's not a problem because they'll ship it right to you. Uh, be sure to check them out at FudgeKitchens.com, the original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. Great stuff. I'll tell you what. I'm going to make this proclamation right now. Har.
0: Mm. Had radio allowed shows like what we've just done for the past 42 minutes yeah, be on the radio daily, they wouldn't be in the pickle they're in right now.
1: Well, they but used st- to. They, I mean, long they used time to ago and, though. Opie and Anthony.
0: Yeah, but but you know, right? What we've done today is we haven't sitting here going six one zero. Are the Eagles going to beat the Cowboys six one zero? Favorite right, right. Cowboy memory. Oh, right. And then and then let's go to Murray from Manny Young. Uh when uh, uh what's his name ran the touchdown in
1: the cold again? Yeah. Uh, Wilbur Montgomery. You know, it's the same fucking answers every year. I know. I know. I know. I know Jeez. we got to drum up some hate for the Cowboys.
0: Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah, so let's relive 1980 when Wilbert Montgomery made the run, or you know the the nine sacks of Troy Aikman, and you know why we hate Michael Irvin. Yeah. And Jimmy Johnson and all that bullshit. I had enough. I don't need to hear it anymore. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's it gets very repetitive, and and it's just it's it's just uh, boring to me. You know what I mean? I I really don't need it. Now, I saw something here, Eric Alper. I know you follow him, Eric Alper on Twitter. On Twitter, Um, he put out a tweet. This was like maybe a week ago. Now I can't find it, but basically the question was, who is a great triple threat? In other words, a singer songwriter and guitar player that's the triple threat
0: oh that's the triple i was thinking yeah. j-lo
1: right away because she's an actor a
0: singer and a performer well yeah it's so hot that would as be... balls
1: uh, exactly exactly <laughs> she got a nice ass um that's a good one too but this was regarding you know just guitar playing singing and songwriting and when i looked at some of the responses i'm just like people don't understand what a great guitar player is yeah you know because they're put steve winwood Steve Winwood, when when he wears a guitar, it's like for a prop. He's not a yeah. guitar player. He's, he's a not keyboardist. Playing. Yes, he's right. A, yes. And, and, but the, the one that was named many times, and I totally agree with it because I saw him live. Prince. Yes. Great one. That guy is a, absolutely was a phenomenal guitarist. Yep. A lot of people might not know that if they, unless they saw him live.
0: Yeah. He, he's a phenomenal musician, guitarist, yeah. great singer. So it's. Mm-hmm. Guitar player, writer, and singer. Those are Correct. the three. The triple Correct. threat. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, James Hetfield is obviously there. Okay. From Metallica in the hard right. rock scene because he's the primary riff writer from Metallica.
1: hmm
0: Obviously, he writes the words and the lyrics. And to me, is a great hard rock metal singer. You know, a signature style, too. Yeah. You know?
1: Very aggressive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, it's not yeah, it's yeah. You know, <laughs> you know
1: like, yeah, right. Um,
0: right. So he is definitely there. Other ones that are, um, like Stevie Ray Vaughan.
1: Yes, I thought of him too.
0: Yeah, he's a great singer. Yeah, it was different. I mean, his his singing was overshadowed by his guitar. guitar playing because yeah. it was so
1: great. Yeah,
0: um, and I saw him
1: live too. Yeah, and he was
0: phenomenal. I'm so jealous of that, by the way. Yeah, he, he was saw phenomenal. Him. I mean, I mean, could you put a guy like uh, like Joe Walsh in there, huh? Yes, absolutely. I absolutely. mean, jo- Joe's got a, a very a distinctive, distinctive voice. Right. Both with the, his guitar voicing and his voice voicing. Right. Are distinctive. Um, some Is people he high? Were... Oh, yeah.
1: I love the Pretenders. Yeah, and we played a nice telly. Yeah, she was great. Um, some people were putting in Bob Dylan. Now, and he's Dylan, not a great singer. I don't think he's a great singer either, although I like him. I love listening to him. Yeah. Uh, that's it's a tribute for, to how good the songs are. too. He's distinctive, too, though. Yeah. Sort of like Neil Young. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say Neil Young's a great singer, but he's got no. a very distinctive voice. Th-
0: that that tells you how good the songs are that they've written. Yeah. Because their voice is actually dog shit. Right. But it's still great music because the songs are so... Like, when you listen to the acoustic version of Old Man... Mm-hmm. From from fucking Neil Young, like his voice isn't great, but the song is phenomenal.
1: It is, it is.
0: There were almost seven thousand replies to this tweet. I'm trying it was to a think about triple threat. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other great ones. Like Joey B said, Billy Joel, but he was he's more of a piano guy. He's not a guitar player. Yeah, I mean, he played a little bit of guitar, especially on Glass Houses. Yeah, yeah, but you know, uh, but I don't think of him as a guitar player. Keith oh. Urban. Now there's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. He's a good he's musician,
1: a great guitar player.
0: Yeah, and good singer, obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, you, there's probably a bunch in that country genre. Yeah, there right?
1: are George Harrison.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could go with Lennon Harrison, either or. Both are great. Yeah. Um, I loved Harrison. Uh, I, I was a big. Har- How about David Gilmore, Harry? Oh yeah, he's great. One of yeah, the I great, think he's a great lyrics. singer phenomenal he didn't even know he could sing i know know. that's the crazy part and roger waters i've been watching all these documentaries on pink floyd lately um roger waters didn't know he could write songs until he had to when sid barrett went crazy in 69 right right he said we thought we were fucked really just guested recently on rogan's podcast and he said we thought we were fucked because the guy that wrote all the music Mm -hmm. went crazy and and he couldn't do it anymore he goes, so he's like, I wrote like 10 or maybe 15% of the songs. And then all of a sudden I had to. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? He writes metal. Yep. He writes dark side of the dark moon. side of the moon. Wish you were
1: here. Wish yeah. you were here. And the wall. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anybody out there? Yeah. Do we need any more? Yes, <laughs> seriously. seriously. Now, yeah. Tom Petty. Great one. I don't think he's a great guitar player. No, he's a great songwriter. He's a great songwriter, I and I love his singing. But I don't know about, you know, the guitar playing. I don't know. How about you know. James Taylor, Harry? He's yeah. He's a great guitar player. It's he's a very company. good acoustic guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Stephen you look- Stills.
0: Oh, you know I love Wooden Ships, Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Whipping Post. Well,
1: that's the Allman Brothers.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Whipping Post, the Allman. One of my things. Yeah. Well, you go Dickie Betts. <laughs> exactly. Dwayne Allman. Uh, I mean, there's there's some great ones. Yeah, because he I,
1: sang, too, Dickie Betts.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of some more recent guys, too. What about John Mayer? Oh, yeah. He's a really he's good guitar player. a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah, and I like his singing, too. Yeah, and, and, he, and it's not, you know, your body is the wonderland. That's not John Mayer. That was one no. song.
1: Yeah. No, he's, That's what he's great. Them. And all the stuff he's done with uh, Bob the Weir, dead. too. Yeah. Yeah dead and company
0: yeah and jerry gonna put jerry on that list garcia he- and hendrix of course yeah 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 so, yeah some I that was I, like i wouldn't put cobain on the list uh he's, he's not, not, a not a great, great guitar, guitar player. player no no. um you know i would look at maybe Do you look at a guy like cornell chris cornell oh, yeah and i miss him yeah i mean he's a I'm, great singer i saw he's him guitar several player. times
1: yeah so that, i mean there's some good ones there for sure yeah um. All right, let's tell the people about Wealth Advisors. Yeah, Wealth Advisory Services, Jason. If you don't know them, you should. Paul, Dave, and their team have over 100 years of first-class service working with all different levels of investors across the country. There's something more powerful than luck or coincidence that will help bring financial independence within reach. It's called planning, and as professionals dedicated to continuing education and a high standard of ethics, they leave nothing to chance. Wealth Advisory Services coordinate with other trusted pros to ensure seamless management of your assets with services that range from portfolio management, insurance, tax, estate, retirement planning, and beyond. They're up in Bucks County, PA and Cape May, New Jersey. WealthAdvisoryServices.com, Services.com. A personalized approach to managing your wealth. Beautiful.
0: Uh Joey B has a couple here uh, about Lindsay, oh, Lindsay
1: Buckingham. Oh yeah. He's tremendous. Classic one there. Great voice too. Uh-huh. What about and Peter Frampton, Harry? What a Frampton, finger picking guitar player he was. Yep. Buckingham. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, Frampton. Frampton's sure. a good one. Uh, Willie Joey Nelson. B also. Love
0: yeah. that. So when I was listening to that pod with uh, um, Roger Waters with, uh, what's his name? Rogan. Rogan. Rogan asked him about the Wizard of Oz thing with Dark Side of the Moon. Mm. And, you know, Roger said, it's all bullshit. It's just happenstance or whatever that it matches up. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, but I love the story of how it was discovered. And he told the story. And Here's what he said. He said, the story was that there was a tour bus that got pulled over by the cops and they opened up the tour bus door and there's just fucking marijuana smoke just billowing out. Right. Right. Like a smokestack. Like Spicoli
1: falling out of the
0: van in fast times at Richmond
1: <laughs> yeah. High. The, right. Yes. Yeah. And. Yeah. They
0: go in the, in the tour bus and they can't find the source of the smoke. They're going all through it. And then they get to this room in the back of the bus, you know, the little master suite and yeah. they open up the door and there's Willie Nelson listening to dark side of the moon and watching the wizard of Oz baked out of his mind. Is that right? <laughs> Roger goes, it's total bullshit, but I want to believe it's true. <laughs> oh,
1: well, what what is, what is the lore about it? Like it, you you never heard about this? No, I've never I've heard something about it but I forget the details. So at the I... the roar, the second roar
0: of the MGM tiger. Mm. You hit play on Dark Side of the Moon. The lion. It's a lion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it matches up perfectly. Mm. Like the 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 Wizard of Oz the the hurricane scene, the tornado rather. Okay. Matches up with the great gig in the sky. All right. And, like, the screaming and everything. Great and Then, song. then when the, the Wicked Witch of the West is riding her bike, as soon as they show her riding her bike, she's ringing the bell on her handlebars. Oh, that, that's... Which, the beginning of time. time. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, Harry, it matches up, like, balls-on perfect. Wow. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to get her all ripped up, get out the pen. Wow. Yeah, just come over and visit the old lady. We'll yeah. get you good and buckled, <laughs> and we'll watch it. Okay. Yeah, me and the old lady stopped by the dispensary last week. She got the updated card. Oh, yeah? Oh, Jesus. She gave me the cash to handle the guy. I go, How much are you
1: getting? She goes, well, It'll last me a while. I geez. said, What a week. Let's get it. Let's get the uh, dispensary to sponsor the podcast. Yeah. Beyond Hello.
0: That's a good idea. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's wrap it up. This was uh, 53 minutes of uh, absolute off the rails, no, no planning, no nothing. Do we have anybody
1: else we need to thank, Harry? Uh, yes. Yeah, Psalm Sleep. Yes. You got to get some.com dot Use the code G's uh, for 10% off your, lo- your order and get some sleep, man. You got to, you got to chill out, man, before you go to bed. It helps you calm you down and you're going to sleep better. Love it. Uh, yeah. So get some sleep. I'm going to get some
0: before I'm taking the old hockey nap before the, the game tonight. You might fall asleep during the game tonight. Well, yeah. I'm going to take an upper for the game tonight. Yeah, Um, Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Leave us a five-star rating and review. We will get the rating and reviews next week. I saw some new ones come in. Oh, good. Uh, So thanks for those. And uh, we'll talk to you next week on a brand new episode of the Odd G's Podcast. Have a great week, everybody.